This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Welcome back to the Giant Up Podcast, baby. I'm your host, Joe Carjulia. This is your this is our sixth episode. Wow. We're just rolling along here in the Giant Up Podcast. It's great to be back. I know I say this every single time, but follow my socials, please. Come on. Head over to the TikTok at Giant Up Pod and go and smash that follow button. Just absolutely annihilate that follow button. And then you can head over to my Instagram where it's at Joe Carjulia, and you could just literally slam your hand against that follow button too as well. And then you can head over to the Twitter at Pod, and you can literally crack your phone screen because that's how hard I want you to smash the follow button on there. So we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, and we're on Instagram, baby. We're just rolling along, too, with the Giants content. I got to be honest. I'm feeling good. Uh, I mean, there's nothing to be feeling bad about yet. If we're, if we're going into this with the, with the high hopes that we have, there's nothing to be feeling bad about. Let's talk about the first. Uh, let's talk about the second preseason game here to start. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns, who we just faced today. Uh, a few hours ago, actually, we lost 17-13, which is fine. Um, none of the starters played again. None of the starters played on offense. I saw on the defense, we saw a little Darnay Holmes again, and we saw a little Xavier McKinney uh, and Julian Love. Those are like the players of note who I think are actually going to be getting playing time, and Carter Coughlin, actually, as well. Carter Coughlin is a guy we're going to talk about a little later, but Really, no one of note was playing again. And this preseason game went a lot better than the last one in terms of just how people looked. So let's start off by saying, well, we'll start off with the offense. And there's two players that stuck out to me more than anybody that are, that make me feel a little bit more comfortable heading into the season. Mike Glennon in game one, it was nerve wracking watching him play. Very nerve wracking. Uh, he had like 20 passing yards. Just didn't look at all like I wanted it. Like you want your backup quarterback to look, to be honest. But heading into game two, I mean, he was 10 for 13. He had a 77% completion percentage. Uh, he didn't throw for any touchdowns, but didn't throw for any picks. He just looked a lot sharper out there. Uh and he looked a lot more comfortable. The ball was zipping through the air. He had a really he had a nice, he was just throwing nice, tight balls. Um, and I just loved how he looked. And another guy that I really loved how he looked was Devontae Booker. Uh, I thought he looked sharp. He had the only rushing touchdown of the game. Uh, he had six carries for 27 yards, averaging four and a half yards per carry. He just looked sharp. He looked good. So I was very happy about him looking good because he's going to be important this year in terms of spelling Saquon Barkley. Uh, he's our main backup. He's our primary backup. He's a good pass catcher. He also had two catches on two targets for 13 yards. Um, yeah, he's a guy that I love as the backup running back. I think he's really solid. And another guy, Corey Clement, he had nine carries for 30 yards, which is okay. It's solid. Uh, he, had a, he broke out a nice 13-yard run was his was his best run of the game. But 
He's a guy too that that will probably end up being our third string running back, who I really like. So I really like the running back room. I really like the way Devontae Booker looked. I really like the way Glennon looked. Brian Lewerke didn't even look that bad. I mean, he threw a pick, but he also threw a touchdown. Um, he's our third string quarterback, our new third string quarterback after we cut Clayton Thorson. The offense just looked a little bit better. I know we only scored 13 points, but still, it's literally all of our backups. That that's who's playing. All of our backups. So let me take a breath here. We're just super excited. I say excited a lot because our next preseason game is when we're actually going to start seeing our starters play. So I'm very excited about that. Joe Judge said that that's going to look like a more of like getting everybody warm, getting the guys warm. Not many of our, uh, almost none of our starting offensive linemen played. Um, so yeah, once again, I think things looked more fluid. Another guy that I really, really like too is CJ Board. Um, this wide receiver room that we have is really good. Guys who are a lock to make the roster, Kenny Galladay, of course, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Kadarius Toney, those are four locks. And then you got John Ross, who is pretty much locked in at that five spot. So, like, that's why it's tough. Because then we got a tight competition after that. CJ Board is looking right now like it's his job to lose as the primary kick returner and punt returner. So he's looking like he has a lock on the roster. As long uh, Unless he loses that spot, he's looking like he's a lock. So that's six wide receivers now that we're talking about. I don't know if John Ross can get caught. I really don't think he will. Especially because John Ross literally became a giant. When that fight broke out between the in the joint practice between Sterling Shepard and a, and a corner on the Browns, John Ross came in and swooped in and scooped Sterling Shepard up and just got him out of there. And I was like, he should have made the team right there, locked it. Like, I, I want to lock it. I want to lock him into making the team after that was the best plays made in years, I want to say. John Ross absolutely scooping Sterling Shepard like a bro, by the way. That's what your bros do. They come in and they have your back. And that's what we want these giant players to have. So to me, I want to lock him in for a spot. So that makes things tricky now because David Sills, who's a guy that I love, who I tweeted was a guy to look out for today. He was a, a guy I was excited to watch play today because he's always exciting to watch play. And he played well again. He was targeted five times. He had three catches for 31 yards, and he had a touchdown. Uh, Third-string quarterback Brian Lewerke threw the touchdown to him. So, but that's seven. And then you got guys like Dante Pettis, who I think will just be a casualty. I don't even think he's that bad. Um, He's obviously not great, but I think he deserves to be on an NFL team. I think he will get picked up by an NFL team, but I think he's just going to be a casualty because this receiving room is just so it's tight. It's 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 a difficult team to make it right now as a wide receiver. And these are good problems to have, people. So I think he's going to be a casualty. I think Dante Pettis is going to get cut. So maybe we keep seven receivers because I love Sills too. It would be tough to see him get cut. 
but CJ Board just look is looking like he's making a really good impact on special teams. They even had like they even had a he even had a really nice carry for nine yards to start the game. Um, but who knows? He, he, I mean, CJ Board is definitely not a lock either. But it's looking like he's in a tight position right now. And I also want to talk about this other guy, Ryson John, who is just a big, big boy. He's 6'7", 220, and they're just teaching this guy to play football. He's just raw. He's raw. I heard during the game, he didn't even know how to line up in a three-point stance. Um... And he went out and he had three targets, three catches for 58 yards. He looked exciting. So I don't know what's going to be happening. Um, to be honest, like I said before, they're good problems to have. They're really good problems to have. I like the way Eli Penny looked again. He He's probably a lock to make the team at fullback. He even had two carries for 16 yards. He looked really solid. Um Gary Brightwell didn't play that much, who was one of our draft picks this year. He only had three carries for seven yards. He's he's very much at the bottom of the depth chart. He's a guy, I don't know. And we didn't see the hero. We didn't see Sandro Platzgummer play at all, which was upsetting. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the offense definitely looked better than it did last week. Glennon looked better. Devontae Booker looked better. Just in general, people looked better. So... I was definitely encouraged. I know still it was only 13 points, but again, none of our starters. So I was definitely encouraged, more encouraged by what I saw this week from the offense. So we love that there. Now we can move to the defense. There's a couple more people that I really loved how they looked on the defensive end. Um, let Should we start off by, okay. I think it, we'll start off with, with the X-Man. It's good to see the X-Man back out there. O'Shane, um, he's just getting warm. He's getting warm with the guys. So it's just good to see him getting warm back out there after the injury last year. We lost him the whole season. So we'll see what kind of, if he can carve out some kind of role this year, I'd be interested to see that. Uh, but he's just another young guy who's just out there getting warm again. So I'm excited about him staying healthy and being out there. It's good seeing Julian Love get out there. I love Julian Love. I talked about him in the last podcast. You can just place and plug him in so many different places. I actually had a buddy of mine text me during the game. He was a diehard Giants fan. Shout out to my buddy, Brendan Fitzpatrick, who I went to college with. One of the biggest Giants fans I know. Sent me a tweet, and it said, Julian Love said Judge gave him the nickname Duct Tape because he can be used to cover up any situation. And that's just perfect. He literally can. You can plug him in so many different places. He's just so versatile. So I love Julian Love. And we saw the X-Man getting some solid time out there. I mean, he missed a lot of the season last year, came back late in the season and even had an interception. So it will be exciting to see if he can sort of carve out some kind of role for himself because Logan Ryan and Jabril Peppers are obviously the clear starters. So it'd be interesting to see where he can play. Um, but yeah, now let's talk about the guy that I'm probably the most pumped about for sure, which is Carter Coughlin. I mean, the dude could just do so many different things, Carter Coughlin. I saw him make a couple of great tackles. He had that sack. I mean, 
he's starting to look like a steal. He's starting to look like a guy that could really, a, a guy that he reminds me a little bit of is Kyle Van Noy, who used to play for the Patriots. And he had some great years for the Patriots, Kyle Van Noy. And I think that he can sort of act like a similar player. Um, he could just do so many different things. He can rush the quarterback. He can stand up and play a little outside linebacker. He's just a really exciting, another versatile guy. I'm using that word a lot, but he just is. So I am so excited about Carter Coughlin. But other than that, we're not really seeing a lot from a lot of other people who are going to be potential starters on the defense. Reggie Ragland was, was a lot quieter. Sam Beal was a guy that had a rough game. I'm not really sure about Sam Beal as much as, as much as I really liked him. Um, we got him the supplemental draft in the third round some years back. He he's had season ending injuries. He took off last year. So he might be another cap. Uh, he just might be another casualty. Honestly, he, uh, I have a feeling he might get cut, but we wish him the best. Who knows? Maybe he can turn it around, but it's looking like that. These two first weeks were the most important weeks to show what you got. And as much as I love that we're getting more football this year and that we're getting that extra regular season game with one less preseason game, it just it definitely sucks for the guys really grinding to make a roster spot. Because now there's, I mean, you got like two and a half games because the starters for Joe Judge, at least, uh, are going to be getting a lot of time, getting warm in, in week three of the preseason. So it's looking like you really only got like two and a half games to, to show your stuff. Hold on a minute. <clears throat> Said to clear my throat, but yeah. So that's just tough for guys really trying to grind and make a roster spot and make a name for yourself. But I mean, all in all, I know that they lost and I know that they only had 13 points, but I thought it was a really encouraging preseason game to watch just in general. I think, Oh, let me gather my thoughts here. I think that, what's the best way I can say this? I think the, let's just say this. Hold on. Give me a second. I think that the offense truly does look a little bit more fluid and a little bit more comfortable. People seem to look a little bit comfortable in the offense. And I, I'm only judging this based off of how backups look, so... It's not much of a sample size. We'll, we'll really get a good, a good idea of how the offense is looking in week three. So that's going to be an extremely important game to watch. I'm very excited to see Daniel Jones finally get some action. I've been waiting. We got the Patriots. So that'll be good. Some familiarity for Joe Judge. I also just love this week that they had those joint practices with Cleveland. Joe Judge said it went awesome. I mean, there were no fights other than that Sterling Shepard fight, which wasn't a huge fight. So I just thought it went really well. Like, I love that. I love that teams do that because it gives you a real live look at other players. You're not just seeing the same jerseys on the other side. You're getting a live look. I saw an awesome video of Will Hernandez just dominating uh, some guy on the Cleveland Browns in a blocking drill. 
And PFF actually posted an article saying Will Hernandez is up for, like, he could be have a huge comeback year. And I could so see that. Like, he's just a guy that was really, really solid early on in his in his career and then sort of fell off a little bit last year, kind of slotted in more of like a rotational role with Shane Lemieux. And now with all of these injuries and all these reti- people retiring, which is still bizarre to me, he has a really good shot at, redeeming himself he's got he's got a shot it's once again this is another guy where it's going to be his job to lose he sort of walked in this year not knowing if he'd have a starting job and now he has it so I really think he's going to play with a fire under him and I think he's going to have a really good year at guard um but yeah I mean the preseason game was it was just fun to watch it was it was more exciting trust me than, than the one I went to last week against the Jets a lot more exciting Man, but it was definitely encouraging just to see Glennon looking sharp, like mainly. Because, um, I mean, Daniel Jones, you never know. I mean, he gets banged up a little bit more. We're used to Eli Manning, the legend, the legend, never getting hurt a day in his life. So that's what we were used to as Giants fans. We were had the privilege of watching that pl- man play all 16 games every damn year. So now that we're not used to this, little Daniel Jones gets banged up here and there. So if Glennon can step in, I think he definitely looks better than Colt McCoy. And I love Colt McCoy. I really do. I got nothing against Colt McCoy. But Glennon's definitely got some zip on the ball that Colt McCoy just doesn't really have anymore. So I'm more excited about him at backup, for sure, than anything else. Uh, So yeah, people. I mean, that's the preseason for you. Preseason week two is in the books, baby. I didn't mean, I mean, we're walking away from preseason week two still. Feeling as good as we possibly can. I'm feeling, I'm hearing this rain coming down really hard outside. Man, we had a little hurricane coming. We had a little hurricane um, here in New York. It didn't hit as bad, but a lot of rain, a lot of rain. But anyway, so yeah, that's, that's about it for the preseason. My final thoughts, let's give a final thought on the preseason game here, is I'm encouraged. And I'm ch- I'm trying to change my ways as a Giants fan. I wouldn't have said I was a pessimist before this, but I was definitely a guy who was trying to be a realist. But what's the fun in just trying to be a realist? What's the fun? I mean... Isn't it better to just have hope and have optimism? It's so much better. So refreshing in a world filled with so neg- so much negativity, you know? So much horrible things going on. Let's keep our place of sports. Let's keep the sports world positive because it is. It's amazing to watch sports. It's an escape from life for a while. Watching these incredible athletes just going at it. That's what we love. That's what we're here for. And I'm all here for it. So I'm changing my ways. Consider me an optimist. Consider me a part of the club. Because life's too short to be a, a pessimist. Let's just say that. Life's too short to be pessimistic about things, people. And that's it. So yeah. God, I was just rambling. I just love the Giants, bottom line. I don't care what anyone, I don't care who knows it too. 
But yeah, fantasy football slowly creeping up on us as well. It's creeping up. I got the draft coming up that I've been in. I've talked about this before in the past. I got my draft coming up that I've been in for 10 years with my best pals. It's this Saturday. I got the 10th pick. So I have no idea who I'm going to take at 10. But in our roster up league, shout out roster up. The company that has let me do this beautiful Giant Up podcast, they have allowed, they have given me the reins for the Giant Up podcast. In our roster up league, I have the third pick. So now I'm thinking and I'm plotting here. And I mean, let's talk about this for a second. The third pick. I mean, I know that Christian McCaffrey is going to be off the board. And second pick, it should be, I think. Dalvin Cook off the board. I think. It's another 14-man league. I've talked about this before. Do not bring your eight-man leagues up in here. Do not. But you know what? If you like like eight-man leagues, you know, to each their own. But it's a 14-man league, and I got the third pick. So I really think for that league that I'm going to end up with Alvin Kamara. And I won't be mad about that. Not one bit. He is a beast. Um, and I think that's great. Like, it, it honestly takes the pressure off me. Having the first or second pick, like, those are the top three guys. Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and Dalvin Cook. So with those top three guys, like, I don't have any of the pressure on me. I'm just going to get one of those guys. And I'll be so fine with that. I'd be so fine with Alvin Kamara being on my team. Who wouldn't be fine with that? He's a beast. So that's who I think I'm going to end up with in fantasy. Uh, Let me check the Twitter real quick because we got some questions coming in from people. Talking about people. Talking about people. Oh, there's also a beautiful play. You know what? We'll get back to that. Uh, Let me bring up this Twitter question that I had from somebody. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Distract me, distract me. Um, Okay, here it is. From Danny B. He was the guy who sent our last question. He might be my only fan, and that's fine. I don't care. I love everybody. We start off with one fan, and we grow. We nurture this roster up family, and we grow together. And we create a positive sports world. So Danny B, thanks for sticking with me. He asked, how do you feel about CJ Board being the kick returner and the punt returner? Um, That's a good question, Danny B. Thank you for sending it in. If you guys want to send in questions about the podcast, you can just go on my Twitter and send in questions. I always tweet before every podcast that I do. So maybe it'd be a good idea to go literally smash your nose as hard as you can into your phone screen onto that notification bell for Twitter. So you know that every time I tweet, you'll get a notification about it and you'll know when I'm doing the podcast and you can send in a question. And if you don't want to do it, you don't have to, but whatever, just do that. So what do I feel? How do I feel about CJ board as our main kick returner and punt returner? I'm, I'm a guy where I definitely like that. But I really wanted to see, and we'll see how it looks in week three. We'll see if he's still going to be rocking. 
I really wanted to kind of see what John Ross can do in a position like that. Because that's a guy who actually will run you out of the gym. I mean, the dude has full-blown wheels. He was a crazy high draft pick who just never really panned out for the Bengals. And now he's with us. And the one thing that we know he has is that killer speed. So I was actually excited to see if that can be utilized in another way, if that could be utilized on kick return or punt return. Um, Because there's not a lot of guys that come along who have speed like that. But, I mean, if C.J. Board is super effective, hey, I'm not going to complain. I really like him. He's a good young kid. Um, Another guy, obviously, I love at punt returner is Jabril Peppers, who is so electric and so exciting. He's one of my favorite players on the Giants. Uh, he's a hometown hero. I actually watched, I said this, I think in the first podcast that I did, I actually had a buddy who played competitive high school basketball. He was a beast. His name's Andrew McGuire. He runs the bills up podcast. So if you're a bills fan, you can go check out the bills up podcast. He's, he's a great guy. Andrew Mack diehard bills fan. He played high school basketball for St. Joe's and he played against Jabril Pepper's team. And we knew that he was like a, like, we knew like going there, I like that he was a beast at football. Like he just also played basketball. And man, let me tell you, like one of the largest dudes I've seen in person. Like just his arms were the size of my head. Let's be honest. And I have a big head. I have a big Italian head. Jabril Peppers has just two tree trunks for arms. I mean... He didn't look like he should even be on a basketball court. He's just too big. He's too jacked. But yeah, that was just cool to like see him in person and now cut to however many years later. And now he's the starting strong safety for the New York Giants. It was just like so weird how things like that can happen. But he's the hometown hero and I love him at, at, at punt returner. But he's also a guy who you want to make sure doesn't get hurt. So I feel like because of that, you try to keep him off punt return, but who knows? Who knows how all of that will shape up? I think we'll have a much clearer picture going into going into the week three of the preseason when a lot of the starters play. But let's just cut back to, I know we're bouncing around a lot here, but there were some more things too that I wanted to say about this preseason game. There was just like a couple more plays. I tweet a lot during the games just because I get excited about stuff. Um, I saw Rodarius Williams had a beautiful play um, at one point, batting the ball out of somebody's hands. And that's a guy that also that we're just like, he's one of our draft picks. He's the older brother of Greedy Williams, um, but he's a rookie, which is weird. Like Greedy Williams has been in the NFL and he's the older brother, but now he's in the NFL. He was our sixth round pick. He's a guy that they talked about early on in camp who said looked pretty good, but he still seems like a guy who just needs to get reps out there on the field. And he's getting a lot of playing time in the preseason. And he's a guy that could be exciting for, for our corners. Like he's another guy, another room that I love that we have is our cornerback room. We got a Dory Jackson and James Bradbury. We got Darnay Holmes. And we got other guys who are going to compete. Another guy, Madre Harper. He had some good plays. He actually looked pretty solid. He had some good plays and some bad plays here and there. It was a very hot and cold kind of game for Madre Harper. But he looked okay. Um, and then Quincy Wilson had a pick in the end zone, 
which the ball is kind of just like thrown to him. But hey, it picks a pick, and we'd love to see that. But yeah, those are just like a couple of things I forgot to kind of talk about for the preseason game. But I mean, hey, those are the kind of things that are really exciting. Um, another hiccup that we actually had was for real not knowing that I couldn't go live on TikTok until I had a thousand followers. I was excited to go live today. I was like, how do you go live? I was looking around on the TikTok for like 20 minutes. I was like, all right, I guess I'll look this up. And then I looked it up and it told me how to do it. And I was like, okay, blood's starting to boil because it's telling me how to do it. And then I go on and the stuff that they're telling me isn't there. So I'm a human being was starting to get a little mad about it, right? We get frustrated sometimes as human beings. It's part of our nature. So then I remembered, though too, once again, life is short. So I took a deep breath. I said, let me dig a little deeper into the research here. And that's when I found out that you can't go live until you have a thousand. So all in all, now that we know that information, that's our new goal, people. I got to get a thousand followers on TikTok so I can start going live and I can share my enjoyment with all of you guys during these NFL games. I was really excited to go live during the NFL game today and I was excited to go live during the season, during the games. I was really excited for that. So now our goal is before week one, can we get to a thousand followers? Now, I think right now, I have 17, so we just need 983 more. That's it. That's it. 983 more. We're 17 closer to our goal. So, I mean, it's kind of going to be up to my, to my people out there. Let's pump this thing up to 1K, and then let's have a blast on TikTok. I go pretty nuts during the games. I'll be honest. I get pretty rowdy. Uh, I'm sure like you all do, all of us diehards out there do. So, yeah, that's our new goal. Let's get to 1K on TikTok. Just for that, I just want to go live. I want to have that privilege, you know. But, um, yeah, so, and also you learn new things every day. And I'm glad I learned it now. Because now we have a goal before week one. Get to 1K. I'm sure I'll be making some TikToks, you know, trying to chop it up. And I'll grind. I'll grind. You know that I will to get to that 1K. So, yeah. So, at the end of the day, guys, I've been having a blast doing this podcast. I got to be honest. Um, it's just a great time. It's just so easy to talk about things that you're truly passionate about, you know. And if any of you guys got any things that you're truly passionate about, start doing them. Don't waste your time. I think a big theme of this episode is remembering that life is short. Because listen, we're going to talk about the G-men here, but we're also going to talk about life. Because we're humans. So, let's just uh, make the most of it, man. I love doing this podcast. I literally just said that. So, I'm sorry. But yeah. That's all I got for you guys today. Um, like I said in the last couple of podcasts, we're going to be pumping out more episodes when the season starts. We're going to do one before every game. We're going to do one after every game. 
I still have a podcast that's coming out. It's going to be with my dad, who's been a Giants fan his entire life. That'll be awesome. That'll be fun to do. He's excited for it. And what else? What else do we got here? Yeah, just go follow me on my socials. I told you about my socials. Told you about my socials. Go to my Instagram, at Joe Carjulia. Posted a picture. I caught a fish the other day. It was pretty sick. Pretty sick. Fishing is fun. I caught a fish the other day, posted it on there. I, I write a lot of articles for Roster Up too. You can go check those out at rosterupmedia.com. I wrote an article about the recent trades that we made for two cornerbacks. We got the cornerback Keon Crossan from the Houston Texans, and we got the cornerback Josh Jackson from the Packers. So I talk about both of those trades. I uh, have an off-season recap article on there as well. So go check those out. You can follow me on the TikTok. Talked a lot about the TikTok today. You know our goal, 1K. So go follow me there, at GiantUp. And then follow me on the Twitter, at GiantUpPod, where I do most of my most of my chatting. I do a lot of daily polls. We talk a lot about fantasy football, a lot about just the Giants in general. So go follow me there, baby. Whew! I feel like I didn't even breathe during that podcast. I was just pumped to get this one out, I think. I don't know why. I think it's because the season is slowly creeping up on us, people. We feel like it's a long way away, but it is creeping up fast. Man, I'm excited. All right. Thank you guys for listening to episode six of the Giant Up Podcast, baby. My final words. Let's. Hold on. Hold on. Stick with me. Stick with me. My final words in this podcast. We love big blue.